Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, we're going to be talking about how to keep your sanity intact when it feels that everything is burning down. Now, look, we all have had moments where we are not being dramatic, something serious is happening with our kids, with our business, with something, and it feels that there's no way out or perhaps a way out is going to take a really long time. I get it. I've been there more times than I wish to admit. And if you are in that space where you're saying, I don't want the drama, I don't want the stress to overwhelm me, listen to today's episode. We're going to be listing some really practical tips that you are going to learn to help not just overcome, but feel calm in the midst of the storm. And if you want some of that action, if you want some of those tips, stay with me after this short break and we'll dive straight into it. Hey there and welcome back. If this is your very first time listening, make sure that you hit the follow, subscribe, stalk, I don't know, whatever platform you're accessing this podcast, make sure that you hit that button. So as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it. And those of you guys who have been listening, have been enjoying this coolness that we've got together, awesome. Make sure you do me a favor and write me a review. That makes sure that other people know that this is something that it's worth investing their time in. And make sure if you would love to have your voice appear in my next podcast, check out the comment section and the show notes. There is a link for you to leave a video voice message. Make sure that you include your name, your hometown, and what you've been loving about this podcast. That way, we also can make sure that your voice is heard and we get more of what you want to hear, okay? If you're interested in learning more about me, visit me at my website, denisegeely.com, where you can access the archives of other popular podcast episodes, read my articles, and get in contact with me if that's something that you wish to do. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. This has been a very interesting week for me where I've been kind of helping people navigate some personal things that they've got going on with their business and their life. And and I've also been having similar conversations with my friends. And it's the issue of they're not being dramatic. They're not replicating something that they saw on some movie or what they saw on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> Or whatever's going on. It's legit issues where unexpected health crisis, unexpected problems with their kids, contract fell through, that there was no signs of problems going on. Just so many different little issues. And the same message is coming to me over and over from these people. And it's Denise... I'm not being dramatic. I know you always talk about drop the drama and I don't want to be in that space anymore. I want to be cool and calm and relaxed. But this stuff that I'm dealing with is legit scaring me and I don't really know what to do. Okay. Now, I always, all my private clients automatically enroll in their first month with me with amazing attitude. If you're interested in Amazing Attitude, check that link out. 
And that's part of the six-month coaching process is that they enroll in Amazing Attitude. It's all included uh, in the coaching relationship. But if you're also interested in learning about Amazing Attitude, I'm going to drop a link in the comment section below so that you can access that or the show notes below, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, what the reason why I do that is because for a lot of us, we've been trained to like stress. And you may be like, what? Yes, you may have been witnessing drama and stress because your family of origin did not know how to deal with their relationships within themselves, how they own process their own emotions. And as a result, their own inner chaos spilled onto everyone that was within their vicinity. I think of it as emotional projectile vomit, where they're feeling emotional instead of learning how to control and maintain it and process it correctly. They spit all the chaos and all the insanity onto you. How many times have you heard of someone who every time you meet them is always one crisis and another? And the reality is, is that they were failing to maintain their emotions and they let bad situations go worse. So Amazing attitude, the whole purpose of amazing attitude, it helps you rewire your brain so that you don't get stimulated by the drama. It's a chemical that we produce called norepinephrine. In the UK, they call it noradrenaline. Okay. And it's basically our, the hormone that within us that helps us more or less tolerate pain painful situations, painful people. Imagine when you go and you get a shot at the doctor's office and then after the initial sting, you your body kind of gets calm and acclimated and it gets used to the discomfort from something external hitting your body. That's what that chemical does. And it's wonderful for giving birth. It's wonderful for us doing any type of physical activity that requires us to expend a lot of energy to help counteract the lactic acid that's being built up. But unfortunately, that same chemical, we can get addicted to it. And it's what I'm basically saying is we can get addicted to stress. And just as any other mind-altering substance, cannabis, cocaine, methamphetamines, it's going to take some time for your body and your mind to wean off that. So for a lot of us, we may have a lot of uncertainty and a lot of drama and chaos, and that's legit from our family of origin, as I mentioned earlier, but it's also a biochemical response. Now, for some people, they need to go see a doctor and get some of that stuff realigned. But for the most of us, we need cognitive behavioral therapy. And I do that a lot in my one-on-one and amazing attitudes, the precursor to help your mind start getting reformatted. Re- it's, it's, it's almost like I have an iPhone, I've got Macs. And every time they tell me, it's time to do an iOS update, it's time to do a firmware update. Basically, amazing attitudes is an update to your mental firmware so that you have more tools beyond bitch, preach, moan, complain, bury your head into the sand, pretend it's not existent, okay? And I'm giving you more sophisticated ways for you to handle the stress, okay? So check out Amazing Attitude. That's something that's of interest to you, okay? But for the purposes of our time with one another, 
Okay. I want to talk to you about this whole issue of, okay, Denise, I'm totally on the camp of no drama, no stress. How do I do this? How do I get with that? I'm all about that scene. Help me. Glad that you are here. The first step in any type of goal or endeavor is to admit that you need more information. And I just have one more other caveat that I want to say before we dive into it is that I don't want you to say, oh, you know what? I'm just going to, I'd like two advices of what Denise has said, but I don't really like the other three. It seems really hard or uh, maybe one of it. And let's see after one step. And then if I feel good about that, then I'll try the rest. No, 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 no. Your best form of thinking got you to where you are right now. So let's just skip all this games of one foot in, one foot out. That is how your brain is tricking you to keep doing patterns that have failed you back then, are failing you now, and will probably fail you in the future. So my advice right now, and this is my opinion, take it if you leave it, you either take everything that I said and do it, or you don't do it at all. There's no middle ground. Because if you do one, but not all of it, then of my steps for keeping the sanity, then I, it's almost a 99.9999999998% certainty. I'm thinking of Maury Porvik and the revealing who's the baby daddy. Sorry, uh, Harking back to the late 90s, I think Maury Porvik's still on the air. Anyway, sorry, getting off on a tangent. What I'm trying to say is that it's almost certain that you're not going to be able to do anything unless you follow my advice completely. And don't try to find the easier, softer way. Okay? With that all being said, let's dive into it. So I'm going to list all the stuff all at once, and then we're going to dive into it, Okay? My tips are drop the drama, get all the facts, assemble the necessary resources, eliminate the distractions, make a plan that is easy and simple. And right now we're going to get into it, okay? First of all, I I don't want us to hop on the denial, okay? It's long, it's windy, and takes us to bends and curves, but maybe not to where we want to go. And I'm not talking about a river in Africa. For a lot of us, we may have been taught and then later conditioned through our own experiences that we can just bury our head in the sand and pretend it's not that bad. Here, here's the thing. If it bothers you, it is bad already. Your brain is already telling you something's wrong. And more often than not, when we try to ignore it, it gets worse and worse and worse. I had a situation when I went to my last dentist appointment. I knew that my dentist has kind of been recommending for me to get braces. And I thought this was never an issue of, of, of resources. This was an issue of me procrastinating because I was fearful as a grown woman to be wearing braces. And <laughs> just full disclosure here about that. So I'm sitting 
in the dentist chair and the sun's kind of blasting in my face and I got my shades on, you know, and the dentist is beginning to do an examination. So before he, 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 he starts commencing doing his work, he asks me, do you have any questions or something or concerns before you begin? And then I asked him, I said, I know we've kind of talked about getting braces. When do you think is a good time to get braces? And then the dentist, no lie, deadpans with a deadpan voice says, 10 years ago. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And I feel like my stomach's kind of spinning a little bit. And I know it's not because of lack of food. <laughs> it's because I realize that in that moment that it was something that needed to be att- paid attention to. And you would think, my darling, you would think that after him saying that, would be enough. But no, I went off my merry way. And then the following appointment, he's just examining my teeth, business as usual. And then he said, have I talked to you about braces? And well, you know, he already did. And then he didn't really wait for an answer. And then he responds in the flow of that thought. I would, and it looks like in about 20 years from now, you might have bone loss, and I would hate to see you get into periodontal disease. Honey, that that was my wake-up call. Loss of teeth. I have seen people wear dentures. You probably know people who have wear dentures. Now, me wearing dentures because of my own failed decision to get action is kind of the same thing with what we're doing right now, where we're making problems become worse and it becomes more expensive. It becomes more problematic. It gets more painful. And I I talk a lot about an amazing attitude about how to work through the fears of action and making decisions because it's legit. We're not, I'm not even going to sit here and pretend that it's not. Okay. I feel you on that. But if we are going to move, we're going to have to drop the denial that what is happening is really happening. We're going to be really honest with ourselves because we can't continue the status quo, okay? Now, if we have dropped the scales from our eyes and we're ready to get real, the next thing we need to do is that we need to get all the facts. One of the things that I always talk about with um, my, my assistant is tell me what happened, what's happening, and what could happen. And that's how we more or less conduct all of our meetings <laughs> because in order for me to make a decision for what next to do with my business, I need to know, I need complete situational awareness. I need to know about what is within my control, what is working, and what needs to be changed. And I want you to think about your life, whatever issue that's popping in your brain, okay? Because it probably is one thing that feels overwhelming right now in your life. What is going on? So do that little table, what's happened, what's happening, like present day, and what could happen. And this is not a list of 
worst case apocalyptic, the whole world will bomb and you're going to have to live in a ditch for the next 20 years kind of conversation. I want you to be literally honest with yourself and lay out the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because that will allow your brain to get out of drama mode, okay, chaos mode, and will allow your brain to think very logical and linear. Now, I I know I have ladies who may be listening, maybe some guys, super predominantly ladies, okay, who say, no, I, I, just, I just want to listen to what my feelings are telling me. You know, I want to just move with the flow. I don't really want to feel constrained with all the facts. I just want to go with my intuition. Now, intuition and your feelings have a place, but they don't belong in crisis mode. It doesn't belong in the state where we're trying to get out of the fire. It doesn't belong. Now, there is a place for that. Decompressing with your friends, talking with a loved one. Legit, okay? But if your mind is 24-7, 365 days a year, only focused on feelings and feelings alone, I can guarantee that you're not going to achieve anything that you want. It's impossible because your brain is only thinking about your feelings and your feelings are often extremely deceitful, extremely deceitful. This week, I read about a Pop-Tart, a pop star, I call them Pop-Tarts, a a Pop-Tart announcing that they were making some changes about how they want to be referred to. And they wanted to be, this person wanted to be called this, revert back to a particular type of title that seemed normal, <laughs> to at least to me, from some bizarre status they wanted to be referred to. And I remember sending this message to my husband. I said, this is why I don't take cues from people who only rely on their feelings. In the, the article, they kind of explained the rationale and they said, look, at this point, this is what I believe, and I wanted to be called this, and I wanted everyone to know this, but now I've been getting more in touch with who I am, and I believe this is now a more appropriate title for me, and this is just a process, and I don't know all the answers, but this is what flows well for me, for who I am. This is garbage. Garbage. As I was listening, I was thinking garbage, because here's the thing. Her confusing thoughts and feelings got her to think crazier thoughts. And her crazy thoughts dragged a whole bunch of other confused people. So we can't rely on our feelings. Our feelings are only one small point of this package. Okay? Now, let's move on to the next step. Is assemble the necessary resources. My husband has a really cool system for his tools. He has it, everything divided in little buckets. He has a, a bucket called protective gear where he puts his gloves and his knee, protective knee pads and all the other stuff that he needs to protect himself <laughs> as protective gear. He's got areas for paint supplies and areas for grout and tile repair. For different purposes, there's different buckets. And for a lot of us, the reason why we're in this chaos is because we haven't mentally created buckets 
go-tos for what we need in our personal life or our professional life. And the reason why we're scrambling is because we haven't really assigned, okay, when this situation happens, trigger this, trigger that. I got this person on standby. I'm always in my business. I have a Rolodex of people that I would like to refer to. I've, I've been been meeting more relationship coaches. I've been meeting other coaches in different niches. I'm becoming making more relationships with therapists, okay? I want a full well body of resources that I can refer to as needed. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you have resources lined up? No, I'm not. We can't have resources for everything. That's insane because that would be a job within itself trying to categorize and strategic guys. Did I say that right? (laughs) Strategize all the people that we need. But we can do is think about what we need right now. And that could be mental support resources. Okay. That could be business support resources. That could be resources to help watch your kid. Whatever that looks like for you, go and get it. And here's the thing. A lot of people say, well, you know what? I don't really want to bother them. I don't really want to inconvenience anyone. Let's be honest and say you're just afraid of asking for help. And you need to get over yourself. Okay? Let's just call for what it is. It's not about inconveniencing. It's about your fear of looking weak and vulnerable. And if we got honest with ourselves on that, imagine what other things that we can improve in our life. Because I don't want to sit here and hear you tell me that you knew what to do, but your fear of looking bad or your pride prevented you from getting the help that you needed. Okay, now let's move on to the next one. Eliminate the distractions. Phones buzzing, you know, cell phone ringing. What you know, all these things, and this technology is freaking awesome in the sense of my my phone. I can pay people. I can receive money. I can schedule appointments. I can make images. I mean, the the world is in the fingertips of my phone, but my phone can also be my master and it can tether me and distract me from things that aren't really necessary nor needed. When I think of a distraction, I think of something that's not necessary nor needed at this moment. And if it doesn't fall into the bucket of this is what I need right now, then perhaps I need to have my cell phone out in the other room while I type a letter. Or perhaps I don't really need to have 10,000 browsers open on my computer as I'm only working on one particular document that doesn't need any of those other references. Do you see what I'm saying? I also want you to think about in your professional life, are you taking on things that is beyond the scope of what is necessary nor needed at the time? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know your business. But I do know that for a lot of us, we make things way more complicated. I think Avril Lavigne said, this is so, don't make things so complicated. It was referencing a love song, but as most of these songs are, but it, I really like that idea. Of, are we making things too complicated? Because when we make things complicated, we make, we can make confusion. Okay. And when we have confusion, there's no 
clarity. And we have no clarity. We don't have a path or anywhere we can go. So I want us to eliminate these distractions. And lastly, I want you to make a plan that is easy and simple. Now, we always hear the expression, Rome wasn't built in a day. Now, I don't know the situation that you're going through. I don't know if it's going to be resolved within 30 days, 30 years. Who knows? But I do know that if you can just bite down your problem with a remedy that is so simple, it will a monkey could do it, <laughs> a trained monkey could do it, then you are on the right path. Or heck, forget about the monkey, animal rights issues, whatever. A kid, a, a, a first grader can do it. Because oftentimes, if we overwhelm our brain with just so much information and so much knowledge, our brain wants to shut down or wants to distract itself with a zillion other things that don't matter. So I want you to ask yourself, what can you do right now that's easy, it can flow, you're chillaxed, you're just going with it. Because when we make things complicated, that's when we tend to abandon the best laid out plans that we design. So do yourself, do your brain a favor and try to make things simple. I got a question for you, my dear. What are you doing right now? What's, what part of your plan are you going to be doing? Let me know. I'm always interested in hearing what you guys are doing. Okay. Or do you have something that makes things simple and easy for you? Or let me know how do you get the facts from people? I want to know. <laughs> okay. Well, that is it. As always, so enjoy listening to the, the comments that I get from you guys and just everything in general. It just really warms my heart. Okay. If you want to reach out to me, reach me at podcast at denisegelee.com or check out the notes in the comment section before, below to get in contact with me. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.